0: to episode five of She-Hulk Podcast at Large. I'm your host, Tanya Todd, here with my co-host, the ever-amazing and spectacular Spider-Dan.
1: And ever, ever ever-attentive, Tanya. Thank you for having us again and all of our guests today, this week, to talk some Titanic She-Hulk action. Um, Maybe, possibly, maybe not. We'll find out.
0: (laughs) Well, this week I'm getting to meet some new people. First we have Dennis Whittle, please introduce yourself and tell us what you do.
2: Oh, um I do lots of things. I'm Dennis. Um I do comic cons. I put events on. I get sign-ins. Do take comics into school as well as I have a very boring day job.
0: <laughs> we also have Sean Mason, tell us about yourself.
3: Hi. Uh my name's Sean. I am uh recently a published comic book writer which is exciting uh and uh improv comedian part-time lots of things mostly geek uh borderline alcoholic <laughs> what's the name of your comic uh it's uh called paradise towers paradise found and it's a spin-off from um an old doctor who serial and issue four uh will will be out soon it, it was massively delayed because apparently uh a lot of things were affected by vladimir putin invading ukraine including access to wood pulp so it's had to have been really hard like issue three and four should have been out by now but we got massively delayed because there were no no printers had any spare paper and uh we are lower on the list than marvel <laughs> in terms of who gets printed
0: and we have an extra special guest this week, the Comics in Motion King himself, Dave Horrocks.
4: <laughs> uh, thank you very much, Tonya. I was just saying before we recorded, I, I get so humbled by things like that. But I've really enjoyed the show so far. Um, you know, the, the show, the guests that you guys have had on as well. I love how you pieced it all together. So it's a pleasure to be here today.
0: Well, I usually voice thanks to Dave for sharing his platform right now, but since he's here, I'm just going to thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you.
0: So what is everybody's history with She-Hulk? Let's start with Dennis.
2: Um, just comics, really, comics and um, animation. Um, I, I, I've not really read much of the modern She-Hulk. I kind of like Savage She-Hulk, the um, really poorly written first issue um and then taking it from there really i'm not i'm not really that okay with the dan slot kind of run um which i believe a lot of this is kind of kind of allegedly based on i say allegedly because dan slot can actually write um so but no I, i've i early I, I like early marvel i don't really like modern marvel so it's it's more the
3: early stuff how about you sean um I'm just, I, I, I've read the Dan Slott run. There's a really good um, collection. If, if anyone wants to know where some of the, the tone of this show has come from, they, they should check out that uh, run. Um, and the Charles Silver run as well. Um, and, the, and then just, just her appearances. I was about to say her work in the Avengers, I'm a big fan of. Um, and uh, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so again, it's just comics mostly.
4: so i think my gateway drug was probably the hulk animated series from the 90s quite honestly um i thought that was brilliant um in terms of reading the comics i probably know uh, she hulk more from the kind of team books you know the event books i haven't really sought out any of her individual books i had ambitions of doing that before this series came out but just time escaped away so uh but i've Fortunately, I have this podcast to listen to so I I can hear all about, you know, the different things that happened in the comics and how they're, you know, the different parallels to the show and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so that's my background.
0: And since you've been listening, you know, you're not the only person who's enjoyed that animated series. (laughs) That has been the gateway (laughs) for many people.
4: It's almost like um, the uh, X-Men animated series, isn't it? There's so many people, even in the industry, you know, comics writers and stuff is, how did you get into comics? Oh, well, you know, X-Men animated series. Mm
0: -hmm. So what did all of you think about her introduction into this series? She-Hulk's introduction and how how they changed her origin story.
2: I don't particularly have any problems with the changing of the of the of the story itself because I never really liked the original anyway. <laughs> I always <laughs> thought it was a little bit strange. Um, but no, I I I think introduction was great. It's it's everything following that has been a bit bit poor. Um I thought that the first episode with with was really, really good. Um but it's like they peaked. Um they peaked at the 27 minute mark of episode one
3: well the thing with episode one uh is it's a different show to what follows what follows is is more um sitcom which which i i'm actually really enjoying the show i um i thought it found its feet last week i I wish there'd been a bit more superhero stuff this week but um i actually yeah I, I agree i i think the changing of the uh origin makes sense um although it has been referenced the the one of the press people was saying how um there was a mob hit gone wrong but it but it wouldn't make sense that he would give his blood like the way that hulk has been portrayed in the films like he wouldn't donate his his blood and we because we know what the consequences of that are Mm -hmm. and uh it was maybe my only issue with it was i think the actual event itself seemed a little rushed um but other than that no i i'm enjoying it
4: i I must admit and i'm glad i'm following sean there i'm actually really enjoying it (laughs) just i hear all the criticism i get it the one tiny criticism I'd have is just give me a six episode season, you know and and just the 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 episode seems to just about get going and then it's it's cut short. I'm not used to those, you know, not even half an hour episodes, you know, so I'd just like them to be a bit longer. Mm. but um I like the kind of light tone to it. You can see in the background, this is my Hulk, Igno. <laughs> um, You know, if you remember the Trial of the Incredible Hulk, you remember the crappy Thor and Daredevil that we had in there. So, you know, my expectations are low. And um, so I've just been along for the ride. I, like I say, I can hear all the criticisms, um, but I didn't really have any expectations going in. In terms of the origins, I, actually, I, I told a lie. So I did read that original, uh, I like to read the origin Comics in particular of uh, characters didn't really think about how problematic it was until it was pointed out, you know, how they changed it in the in the show. So, yes, very good. I agree with that change. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, the history to the character, they, it was just a means to get the character, wasn't it? So mm. I, I don't think too much thought was put into how, you know, he was... You've got a bloke, Bruce, deliberately uh, inflicting this curse almost on Jennifer. So, yeah, overall, really enjoying it. I'm I'm watching the kind of meta commentary on it with interest as well, because Mm -hmm. there's so many different things going on, like people who genuinely are watching it and not enjoying it. And have got reasons to not enjoying it. But there's so many different agendas out there as well. I mean, I I had a brief look at IMDb before, and 40% of the user ratings have rated it as a one. I'm like, guys, come on. That's that's ridiculous. So,
0: those were before the show even came out. Mm
4: -hmm. I I did look before the show came out, and there, there were a lot. I, I didn't actually write it down. I'm, I'm a nerd, but not quite that—not <laughs> that bad. But uh, not a thorough it, nerd. And <laughs> I, I know they've been review bombing the new Lord of the
1: Rings show because there's a people are kicking off because it's got black elves in, and I was just like,
4: <gasps> shock yeah, horror fuck oh, me! Oh you no, know, just. Like the fucking Little Mermaid stuff. Not to go on a rant, but no. Jesus Christ, you can accept a mermaid.
3: Oh right. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't expect... <laughs> to- <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the show directly calling that stuff out. Yeah. Mm. With the, yeah. Um, the responses. Mm. Yeah. And it is very aware. Um, that throwaway line in last week's episode. Oh, Wong's back. It's like Twitter armor for the for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's a shame that they kind of have to do that, mm. or they feel that they have to do that, that we can't just...
1: It's quite good that they predicted the response, though, in a way. It's quite... Right. They've they've gone blokes, some twisted arsehole blokes who are supposedly fans are going to be like... Oh, I don't like this. It's very feminist. And oh, this is an agenda. You know, they were like, We knew that's we know that's coming. So let's prepare and let's and let's play on that. Like the there was one episode where they had the Twitter going off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I thought I love was, that. Yeah. I thought that was again... where
0: they're taking comments that were directly from the announcement of She-Hulk. <laughs>
1: exactly. I remember they were like, they were like, Oh God, it's all about an agenda. Why do they have to create these new characters? And we were like, She Hulk's been around for like Forty yeah. years, mate. and, and Sorry. they
3: and they had to create a new character because they were worried that the TV version they were going to do a Bionic Woman on them. That's, that's why she mm. exists. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah.
1: But yeah,
0: that's Before we get the- into this week's episode, Dan, why yes. don't you give us a brief recap of what yes, happened? Yes,
1: absolutely. Uh, so we uh, we left the previous episode with um, uh, Jennifer getting a subpoena or a court summons, whatever that was, uh, because Titania has copyrighted or trademarked the name She-Hulk and is using it to promote a range of beauty products and health products. And the first part of the episode is She-Hulk not being bothered by it. I'm not bothered. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's nothing. It's nothing. And throughout the show, we see that it is really getting to her and it's really bothering her and that she has come a long way in taking on the She-Hulk identity is She-Hulk, and she accepts that. And and she has to now prove that in court, even though all the evidence has said, I don't like being called She-Hulk. Don't call me that. I won't respond to that. So now she has to win this because it's making the law firm look bad. Um, because they've hired her to be basically a mascot and because of that that's why she needs to win this case and we haven't had much titania since her introduction um and we get her back uh, again fairly brief she's not in it a whole lot in this episode even then um, but she is uh assisted she doesn't represent herself um there is another lawyer who from the firm who we've seen again very briefly in earlier episodes and she comes to defend her in court and again the only way they can figure out how to defend herself is by going back to the whole um matcher dating profile and all those creeps and then they bring them into court and that's basically how she wins the case. Uh, And then we leave, how do we leave it? I'm forgetting how we left it. Uh, Oh, yes. With the daredevil. That's right. Yeah, so we get, so the B plot of this episode is she needs to be fashionable. She needs to look cool. Um, She needs to have new clothes. And we go to, we find this superhero kind of tailor, And right at the end, uh, obviously, Nikki and Pug go and help with this. And it's very underground, very secretive. And then at the end, we get a tease for uh, Daredevil appearing in the future, potentially the next episode. And there was no post-credits this week.
0: Mm -mm. We also have a tease about what her official costume is going to be. Mm. And I have to say, this episode is quite possibly my favorite so far because it's more in line with what I hope the show would be. The writing felt stronger. They've been teasing us with Titania this whole time. And now they finally delivered something. We get to see her personality. We get to see her in action. We, they bring us into court actually using real lawyering to win a case instead of shrugging off mystical arts that just that element, I just cannot forgive. So sounds like Dan is still not in love with the show <laughs> what did you think
1: um I've kind of I've kind of just kind of settled into it now that this is the standard it I, it's not going to improve now because we're over halfway through uh we're halfway through and it's just I, I'm I'm not expecting any big jumps in in quality I think it will just be this I didn't find the B-plot again, I didn't find that particularly interesting. I thought Titania was a bit too similar to Madison. Um, I think if you're going to have Titania, you don't really want to have a Madison character as well. Um, yeah. I, I
0: can assure you they are not the same character. No, I know. Character. but I've met both of them in real life. Like the... <laughs> people like that. And no. Okay.
1: They see, they see, I think maybe if I spent more time with Titania, I might see her in a different light, but yeah, there are similarities I think between the performances. Um, but yeah, it wasn't ideal. Um, I, I thought that the, the, the problem was resolved too quickly and too easily as well. I think the court case was won far too easily. Um, yeah, it just it was it was fine. It wasn't particularly bad. It wasn't particularly great. I was just kind of very middling on it, and I've kind of I'm I'm not expecting the show to make any leaps or bounds. Um, that's a Hulk pun, by the way. Um, I I just I just think it's going to be this now f- throughout. Uh, whether you like it or loathe it, um, it, it was it was okay. It, it felt like a filler episode
0: a little bit. Any else think?
3: I, I I liked it. I I didn't like it as much as last week. i because I thought last week really balanced the A plot and the B plot, the superhero stuff and the the personal issues a bit more. Um, but I I I did enjoy it, and I certainly um, I I like the resolution. I thought the 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 court stuff was good. I mean, this isn't going to be da- this isn't going to be a daredevil style court case. These aren't um, the most in-depth, uh, deadly serious cases. But certainly, uh, it, it is closest to the, to the, the way, um, Dan slot's run worked and that you, you had Jen's emotional trying to deal with, cause that, cause that run was all about, uh, Jen and She-Hulk and, and balancing those two identities and what those mean to her and i think when the show settles into that um, it's really effective and i i love the parade of um bad dates uh, she just kind of has to sit through it um and i i like that with we are teasing daredevil which i assume must be next i i'm not what i was they didn't need a mid credits this week because that last shot you're not going to top that so um i like where it's going and, and, and the art. But yeah, it it, it it was a little bit, the episode that gets us to where we need to go next, it, as, as, as well, yeah. What about you,
0: Tim?
2: I'm trying not to rant, <laughs> because that's that's <laughs> kind of my go-to and I promised Dan that would be on my best behavior. So um, I, I watch these episodes with my 16 year old daughter and she finds them very very boring as much as i do um i find the cgi incredibly distracted um i think the writing sloppy i think every other character apart from the main three are all dumb for some bizarre reason they made everybody else thick and stupid which i just don't understand um you don't have to do that you don't know? and all these people who've been kind of saying about agendas well let's look at the way they portrayed women within it first first episode they were all going to go oh toilet nice da da, da da you know episode afterwards the, the, the woman who was drinking and then even titanium kind of falls into that kind of that funny little kind of she's neither neither powerful neither strong neither clever neither anything and it, it just doesn't it doesn't work for me it it's it, this the last episode for me and it's it seems to be a going trend the last shot is the most interesting part of the of the whole show and then you you get excited and then it finishes and then we pick up the the week after and we have to troll through you know 15 minutes of dribble to get to something that's interesting um i think i think the the the, the actor the actor who's playing um, she Hulk, I think, amazing. He's really, really good. But you, you know, you know, the throwaway throwaway comment this week was like called a Shrek. Well, I think the Shrek special effects were far better than the one we've got now. I think Loonferigno was a far better special effect than what we've got with 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 She Hulk. She floats around the place. Um, when she's in a like um, a suit, a power suit, it's it's a render, and I I get distracted by that. So say there's stuff going on on the screen. I'm just looking at that, thinking, "Who's done that?" You know, is it been done on a ZX Spectrum? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, I, don't I, quite I hate see the it.
0: special effects too. And I, what I find is, it's easier if you just look at the other character who's with her, it's, and just you're listening to her, and just don't look
2: at her. Some of the special effects is, you know, Abomination looked amazing. Um, and when they when they do close ups on her face, I think it's spot on. She looks, she looks pretty. Her hair looks great, and she she has this kind of air about her. But whenever she's like, for instance, this episode, when they're walking out the of court, the courtroom, they're coming down the steps, she was kind of like floating in the background, not really walking or anything. So I, I kind of find that a little bit distracting, but I just I'm not I'm not sure whether the, the, the writer has actually read any She-Hulk books or actually done some proper research into what the character is. Um, and, I, I, you know, I hold my hand up. I've not read the Dan Slott run. So I know a lot of this is, is based on that. But it's I don't know who it's aimed at. I don't know who are they trying to attract new people into it. Because for me, I think the core audience is my 16-year-old daughter. Um, and she thinks it's pants. She thinks it's absolutely horrendous. Um, in fact, watching it like yesterday and I turned to look at her and she looked actually in pain while watching it. <laughs> it was that poor. And I, I also think a lot of the side characters are just so stereotypical. So we have we have this tailor who um, is doing all these super suits and things, and they could have done anything they wanted with him, but no, they went down the kind of you know campy whatever. And there was no need that you don't have to do that. You don't have to. You don't have to make everyone stereotype and then and have the She-Hulk as the main character. She can carry it on her own. I'm ranting, on it. I do apologise. <laughs> I mean, I promised I wouldn't do, but I can I, I can't. I can't help it. I just. I, I I don't I just don't know I don't know where it's going I don't know where it's been It, it feels like every episode's a filler episode just to get to the last scene The CGI is mind bogglingly bad um, And yeah I just, I I I struggle getting through that 20 minutes of that 38 minute episode
3: It sits in a weird place because streaming TV has created this kind of novelistic approach of episodes are just chapters of an ongoing story, but you're then trying to fit that into a case of the week sitcom format. And so the, yes, there is an arc, but the arc is her personal acceptance of what she can do. And I think that's having seen the the teaser, from uh the Disney Expo last week about where it's going and I think that will be a lot stronger in the next two episodes. I think the Daredevil is a two, is a two-parter. Um so so I think it is going to on that level kick up a gear. I do agree that there are changes certainly from the Dan Slot run that I don't necessarily like. Um the way they've changed Pug into just Kind of the office idiot when in the in the comic he is a more lovable kind of um he's, he's an ex-bouncer who like as as then was learning to be a lawyer in law school. Like he wants to meet Spider-Man because Spider-Man helped him out once. And but he's a friend and he actually gives advice to Jen. He helps her deal with the human side of it, and he actually helps us solve one of the superhero problems um like there was a cast of characters in that book that it would be great if hopefully if, if there is a second season that they can bring in where which uses uh holloway more the the head of the law firm he has a super powered granddaughter that she hawk ends up having to look after um you know we actually see more of a super powered law firm that has people in it that are strange and unusual. And in the first, no, in the second episode, we saw the long box room. And that's a, an element I love from the Dan Slot run, which it makes timely comics uh, in the Marvel Universe a genuine thing that have the official license to adapt the true stories of superheroes. And because they have the comics code on them, it makes them legally binding documents, and they they use that within the comic. And it's a shame that like they've hinted at stuff like that, but they've there's potential there that I think remains untapped. Um, because maybe they are taking a bit too long just to kind of get to the costume and and, and... But
2: if, if you if you come into it cold, if you if you if you sit down and you've not read any She-Hulk or anything at all Mm -hmm. and like Dave was saying your introduction to She-Hulk is is the 90s cartoon where she's this um, sassy powerful loves to be She-Hulk similar to the way she was originally written Mm -hmm. I think if you came into this cold I think you'd be disappointing because Alan Beal managed to do 45 minutes with with twerky stuff in it you've got Boston Legal did it Bull does it so why can't this do it you know, if you look at Alan as a prime example, she used to go off in her own little kind of own little world and stuff, and it was it was quirky, it was different. Now, surely, She Hulk is kind of set up to do that, you know, with all the kind of Z-list um, people that she's got to defend. So, almost having like um not a monster of the week, but like a defender of the week sort of stuff. You know, looking at all these carry all these kind of like really really poor super villains because not really super villains, they're just yeah. kind of just there. That, to me, would be a far more interesting show than watching her walking around smelling Titania's perfume and going to get some clothes on. I, you know, I want to see her as She-Hulk and as Jen defend some of these characters, and some of them are undefensible, you know? And we have that little snippet of the Wrecking Crew in it, and she kind of took care of them with instantly. So where's, where's the drama? Where's the kind of... You know, where's the tension coming from? There isn't any the only tension and drama I've got is are they going to improve the CGI and are they gonna actually make a 30 minute episode?
1: Good good point, Dennis. Again, we're gonna stop you from ranting. We're gonna hold (laughs) back I wanna
2: hear what Dave has to say I I have been good. I I, I have (laughs) been I have been very good. So you are you you are very good.
1: This is this is Dennis reined in, everybody. This is him (laughs) controlled. The 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 whole
0: now I want to see a Dennis and Angry Andy showdown.
1: Oh my god! I, I, I don't, the I don't know if I'd might survive, but, Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's a,
0: a podcast. The
1: thing is,
2: I, I absolutely and Dan's going to host. I I absolutely love comics. I've been collecting comics since I was ten years old, and for me, I'm just happy that the building a world with with live action, you know, series and stuff. I absolutely, you know love the fact that we're getting so many shows and also getting lots of independent things, you know, like Umbrella Academy and, and, and stuff, you know, we would never have got before, but I just, it doesn't need to be dumbed down. And I think that's my, my problem with some of the Marvel things. It doesn't have to be the lowest denominator to make it interesting. You know, you just, there's like 50 years of, of continuity there. And you, you're telling me they can't just dip into that and think, you know, it's not just Marvel DC it was bad. You can't just dip into that and then and then pull off something that fits well. I don't know. But there you go. Continue. I do apologize. <laughs> uh, let's let's, get a, yeah, you let's did get a yeah, let's get the I,
4: I don't know if you intended that rhyme, but I'll have to listen back. You you did a little rhyme. Um it'll come back to me. The thing I Again, I, I think my expectations are probably low. You know, probably like a person who walked into McDonald's and goes, "Wow, this is an amazing meal." Um, yeah, I, th- I think I I was expecting That's something your plug like, for the show. <laughs> yeah, I was expecting something like Ali McBeal just in the mcu and i i don't think it's that different i haven't watched it for a number of years but i was just expecting this light you know breaking the fourth wall but not being quite as as uh, over the top you know violent as deadpool say but what one of the questions i had and then i'll get to my opinion because what I wonder i hear a lot of different opinions and, and criticisms for the show it should be better and I wonder for the people who aren't enjoying it, would you sooner we didn't have this? Would you sooner we didn't have She Hulk yeah, as it is definitely.
2: now? I'd rather yeah. we didn't have it and we had um, Bridget Nielsen doing it instead. I, I would have loved to have seen that, by the way. But no, yes. But what, what is. The, okay. The way I look at it is if you enjoy. You've you've said yourself your introduction to, to, to She Hulk was a 90s cartoon yeah. because it was great. People watched the X Men cartoon and then went out and bought the books. I doubt anyone is going to go out and buy the She-Hole books based on this series. And to me, that's a shame. Because you want people to kind of watch this show and think, this is awesome. This is really, really good. Right, let's go and get the source material. Let's go and read what, what it's based on. I don't think people are going to be inspired to go and do that. You know, I, used to, I, I own a I comic book shop. But every time a movie came out, you saw a spike in that character. The only time it stayed that way is if that character... <laughs> carried on being you know of of a high level now just 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 doing a show it's it's the old he-man thing you know it's almost like a 30-minute advert for she-hulk and that 30-minute advert isn't really i don't think it's it's not going to make my daughter read she-hulk you know she'll carry on reading you know batwoman and and not those kind of things because there's nothing inspiring about her at the moment and she should be you know it's like wonder woman she should be you know, the Wonder Woman comics have flown up in sales because of Go and because of those movies. You know, people... Because she is this inspiration. She is this thing, you know, what young girls look up to. She-Hulk, at the moment, is, you know, a, a big green blancmange that doesn't really kind of inspire anything. So for me, I would rather not have a... I'd rather have a good show um, than a, a crappy show that doesn't really... Do anything to further the reading of the source material but but that's you who's
4: got got all of the knowledge and the you know you've grown up you've read all these she-hulk comics you've you've come to the show with that i guarantee you a lot more young girls are now aware of she-hulk whereas they weren't before there's a lot more people who've watched this series and yeah they might go yeah i don't like it a percentage of them will enjoy it miss marvel did it
2: she hulk isn't. To me, well that's your more, opinion, isn't it? I think more people, I think, yeah, it is my opinion, but I think more people Dennis. I think more people <laughs> would have watched <laughs> would would have watched Miss Marvel. And the fact that all Effie character in that in that show was strong, and the least interesting parts of those shows were actually the, the superhero stuff. It was about her as a person. We're not getting that. So I I you know. I would say Miss Marvel is probably the way you introduce a character to get people excited, and the the way it was filmed and the way it was done, I think is far more inspiring than that. You know, I like I said, I've got a sixteen-year-old daughter. Ask her. What you know? Are your friends watching Shield? Yeah. What do you think of it? It's crap. Are they buying the books? No. There we go.
1: So, Dave, we still haven't heard your opinion. Uh, yeah. Please, please give, <laughs> give it us before, before I, uh, Dennis goes off again.
4: You know what? I'd love to know what the, the actual story, I'm sure it'll come out in years to come about the CGI because it does stand out like a sore thumb. Like You've seen a progression with the MCU and, and things have got better. Like When they introduced the de-aging, to- um, the de-aging technology for Robert Downey Jr., and you were like, holy shit. Uh, what is this sorcery? Uh, and then you saw it with other uh, actors who you've known from like the 80s and stuff. So it got better and better. And then suddenly it's gone, it's gone right back. So uh, there's all kinds of things coming out about budget cuts and what have you. And, and we don't care. We're the consumers, aren't we? So I, I, I'd love to know the story and why it actually is there. But um, no, I, again, I, I just think it's a light. Almost disposable series. So I do take that. But yeah, when I used to watch like an episode of Ali McBeal, I didn't go away and like chew on it for days and think, oh, how does this affect my life? And what was this character's motivation or whatever? Let's be clear Marvel are doing something now that has never been done before with this whole expanded universe, with the movies that they created, and you know, different well probably the majority of people feel like you got to the end of the infinity saga and then it's dropped off that's that's the broad consensus but no one's ever done this no one's ever tried to have that joined up universe that spans across the the movies in quite as broad a way and on such a scale and i don't think they're doing everything right you know some shows land some don't they do try and have different kind of tones, you know, you look at Hawkeye, which is different to Loki. And I, I don't know, I just, I, I do think, I'm wondering where it goes from here, because I I think one of the things I felt uh, good about, it, it felt like an event. When a, a Marvel movie came along, it felt like an event, and you'd go to the cinema, and, you know, you've seen the preceding movies, and then you, you, you watch an individual film. And then, you know, there's little nods to everything else. But then there's something else that drives the overall story. Like, where is this going, you know? And I think because of all the different series as well, it is just a bit of overload. And it is a bit of quantity over quality. But again, I just think, I'm wondering where it ends. Because at some point, it will end. At some point, it might just collapse under the weight of itself but again i, I do I have agree to with tip, you yeah i, I do have I agree to tip my hat a little 100%. bit
2: 100 percent.
4: yeah that yeah. the, they're trying it and then when it does collapse under the weight of itself we'll look back and go huh, oh, that's interesting you know and the next studio that might try that or they might not try that you can say well we won't do that we won't make all those mistakes
2: hmm. it's like it's almost superhero fatigue isn't it you know Did the same with Star Wars a little bit, you know, having all these films out. And I think, I think that's, I think our expectations have been so kind of heightened because of the first couple of phases. Because, you know, pretty much every movie was strong and we had this big crescendo at the end of all the heroes coming together. And, you know, I still watch that scene um, at the end, you know, with Endgame and air standing up the back of my neck. And it's it's like one of my favorite bits of, of cinema. But I just think maybe they needed a bit of a time out then, let people kind of settle down, and then start building for the next ten years. And they've just, it, to me, it feels like it's rushed into it. And I know they, you know, they want subscribers on the Disney Plus channel, and you want all that kind of stuff. But I, it does feel it's getting a little bit tired. And it's not just Marvel. I think superhero movies as a whole, I think are getting a little bit tired. I think they need a tiny little break, or just don't release as many. You know, one like you're saying, it was an event. You you got two Marvel movies a year. Now we're getting like five or six, plus the TV shows, and it's not it's not an event anymore. It's not this big, this big. You know, we, you, your whole family goes and watches it, and you all come out and you you discussing it while you go into your car and stuff. These days, you sit there, you watch it, you come out and think, yeah, yeah, it's alright. And I think that's I think there was a bit of fatigue, and you know, as much as it, I think maybe She has fallen into that the fact it's been kind of a little bit rushed maybe with the cgi and the writing and stuff and i think it's suffering from that and i also think there's just so much other choice as well out there for people to watch it may be falling down a little bit with that as well hmm. well
0: there'd be superhero fatigue
2: if they were keeping up the quality um yeah i think i think this i think this still possibly could be i think too much of a good thing like i i love i love bacon I couldn't eat it every single day, you know. I, I there's lots of things that we all love and do, but would you want to do it every day? I think you know, quality movies um, have to kind of deliver. Quality TV shows have to deliver, or they die. You know, how many TV shows have we had when you think, oh, it should have finished at season seven, or it should have finished at season two, when it was? And I think that's what's happened. And no matter how much you love that series. You know, you're thinking, nah, it's, it's, they should have kind of finished it here when it was at its peak. Now, I think I'm not, you know, you've got the same showrunner balancing all these, these, these plates and things. So apparently, you know, you are going to drop a few, but I just think there is so much out there. And there is, you know, I said before, a lot of independent comics and are being made into TV shows and movies. You know, we've got like Sandman and things like that coming out, you know, things which are very, very different. I wonder whether, you know, like it happened in the 90s, people kind of emanated a little bit towards a little bit darker, a little bit something, a little bit different. And a light-hearted kind of Adam Hulk spin-off just kind of isn't it in that tone what people want. But I do, I do think that you know, Dave is right. It's, it's all about the anticipation for things. You know, and, and personally, I'm sick to death of seeing adverts or things on about about She-Hulk. You know, the expectation. I remember going to watch. You know, going to watch a film I didn't want to see just to watch the trailer for for the first, um, you know, Star Wars: Phantom Menace, you know, because that was the only way you could see it, and it builds up and it builds up, and when you go,
0: I yeah. can't relate to that at all. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't watch it. And then you see it, and you're just <laughs> and you just point and think, "Oh, was that it?" You know, but I, it, I just, I just think that it needs a timeout. It needs a bit of a timeout, and it needs what a bit of a reset. Why don't we take a
0: timeout and listen to Spider Dan's case of the week?
1: Absolutely, great idea. So uh, so today's She-Hulk criminal case of the week is the state of New York versus Jonathan Powers, the jester. Powers stands accused of two counts of insurance fraud. Jonathan Powers was a struggling actor with a huge ego who finally got his big break as the leading ca- character in an off-Broadway revival of Cyrano de Bergerac. Panned by critics and jeered by the audience and disdained by his fellow performers, Powers was fired after one performance. Obsessively, he continued to study the various arts and crafts that he thought would make him a versatile actor. Fencing, gymnastics, bodybuilding, everything except acting. After only being able to find work in a small role in a children's TV show, he decided to take up a life of crime, and he thought if he was going to be a laughingstock, he may as well become the Jester. He used a variety of modified toys and gimmicks, including a yo-yo with a weighted knob and steel cable, which emits an ear-splitting sound when whirled at a high speed. He also had exploding gas-filled popcorn, and an extendable artificial hand equipped with an electric charge. In his civilian guise as Jonathan Powers, he stages his own murder at the hands of Daredevil. Twice. (laughs) Twice. Because it worked so well the first time, he tried again. Um, And uh, Daredevil clears his name by defeating the jester, unmasking him and demonstrating that his victim was still alive. And the Jester was one of the earliest villains to use kind of the media as a weapon. That's probably his most successful. So he's, he's, be it live streaming TV, radio, he would always turn public opinion against Daredevil and and other characters. And one of the sickest jokes he convinced people of was that JFK was still alive. (laughs) And uh, after escaping prison, the Jester kidnaps an actor portraying Cyrano de Bergerac on live television takes his place, and his performance is a success Uh, with the audience. When he afterwards learns that Daredevil was diverting the police's attention so he could finish his performance, he voluntarily surrenders and goes to prison because he's proved that he's a great actor. Uh, So I thought this was a good choice considering we have three out of five actors uh, on the podcast itself. And uh, there you go, the jester... Is kind of Daredevil's shit Joker basically. So, uh,
4: I love Daredevil's uh,
1: <laughs> Rose Gallery. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, we've got another actor next week, but I'll uh, I'll talk about it when we get there. Uh, that that's another quite weird character. Um, I was uh, I wanted to go back to to Sean and Tonya because I, I know we've not heard much from them uh in regards to their feelings Um we'll go back to sean and then we'll come to tonya have you got any other thoughts on the show or uh, any other any criticisms or anything you
3: did like well no, like i say i i am enjoying it um i mean there's things i that they've changed that i kind of it's kind of sad that they have again most the pug thing but um if if they can get this origin wrapped up and if it gets to say, sec- I do sincerely hope it gets a second season where she is established and comfortable and it can just be that case of the week show at the moment, it's trying to juggle origin story arc with case of the week. And I think if, if she was more content complete uh, as as a character i I think it would maybe resonate with 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 people more than it than it seems to be but but like i said i i am enjoying it um and i am interested to see where it where it goes next but i think it's important that we do have loads of different tones and because that's how you do keep it interesting and not everything is going to be for everyone and you like what it's like comics you know i i don't you could read every single Marvel book, but you're not going to because you're not going to like everything, and um you know the, you have the funny comics and you, and you have the you know the they've got a Damage Control mini series at the moment, which is broad, very broad comedy uh, mixed, and, and then you've got the current Daredevil run, which is in my one, one of the best runs we've had uh, in a long, well, not in a long time because I think. There's been spectacular Daredevil runs, but um, but tonally, it's it's so completely different. I'm waffling now. I, I'm the opposite. Uh, he runs. I waffle. Uh, is 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 what I do. And that's uh, why that's, that's a, why that's that's a a double act, isn't it. Yeah, rats and, uh-huh. rats and waffles, solving crimes.
1: <laughs> the new cannon and ball. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, uh, and, but yeah, it has yeah, personally
3: made me want to go back and um, I've not read the John Byrne run, and I know that there's some of that influence in here as well. Like the the fourth wall breaking is from the John Byrne run. That wasn't a Dan Slott thing, um, and it has made me want to go and pick up pick up some of the old stuff as well. So
1: definitely. Tonya let's hear from you you are you are also in this podcast you are the co-host but I feel like you've you've not had a chance to breathe between all the rants uh we love you Dennis and we love your rants and we love the waffles
0: breathing is overrated <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you think to this episode you're saying you were enjoying it is there anything specific that yeah, you-
0: I mean you know I didn't I did not enjoy the first episode because I don't like flashbacks I very much enjoyed her trying the Abomination case. Didn't like last week's episode because I thought it was kind of a farce. It was, it was just ridiculous and silly. And I didn't like what they did with some of the characters, but here we finally have her back in court. And even though she's not trying the case, she is the one who comes up with the fix and she humbles herself using her own embarrassing history to solve the case. I liked that. I loved Mallory. Like I thought she was a fantastic character. Mm -hmm. I've seen her I've seen her work elsewhere and I enjoyed her there. I thought she was smart, fierce, and stylish. I like the way she handled herself. I also love that she's not being super best friend friendly, but she's still being a positive influence in her life. It's like, we don't have to be best friends for us to like each other and just support each other. I thought that she was a great character. Not sure how I feel about Luke yet. I'll have to see the outfits that he designed first before I... Finalize my opinion. I've also seen that actor elsewhere, and I liked him better there than I like him here so far. Hmm. What do you guys think of the new characters?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of um, Jory's jury, still out, which is quite fitting, I think, for this show. Um, yeah, they, 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 they were fine. It, I think that the way they've done Mallory, I, I agree. I really love, love that scene where, where they're in the bar afterwards and she said what they said, you know, you're better than that and or you deserve better. And um, and then she says, I'm so glad we're friends now. And it's just that really awkward uh, moment. But I thought it was beautifully played. And like you said, it they didn't have to be, they didn't have to do that thing for it to be a working relationship that functions and i think when the show really gets in on those that, that's when it's at its at its best those moments
4: anybody else any
0: thoughts on those characters
4: i was just expecting him to say no capes i mean it, it did have a real incredible <laughs> yeah. feel for me which i appreciate again i don't know if that was intentional but you know I, I, that's how i took it mm. I must admit, I was expecting uh, the gladiator to maybe pop up or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: he was a a tailor in the Daredevil show, wasn't he? So, Mm -hmm. yeah. um, uh, So, so in a previous episode, Daredevil's appearance was spoiled, unfortunately, for Tonya. Um, What What did you think of the of the new helmet for Daredevil and the color?
2: Yippee! No, I I've been wanting. I have been wanting the yellow suit and helmet since you know in the Daredevil series when he got his 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 um, original suit smashed up and stuff, and he went and got it repaired. I thought, oh, this is a perfect opportunity to stick him in the yellow. Um, now I, I know it's a little bit gold, but I I I love that. I love that suit. I think the the yellow with the the red is 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 one of my all time favorite designs. So I am so looking forward to seeing it.
1: Uh, there was a really good mini series called Daredevil Yellow by Jeff Loeb and Tim mm-hmm. Sale. Uh, and I loved, I, I think that was the first work of theirs I read. Uh, and I loved it. And it reinterpreted and recontextualized the reason he wore the yellow. Uh, and the yellow comes from his dad. It was his dad's boxing attire. So he because he loves his dad, and obviously his dad has died, and he's made promises and things to to get justice in his everyday life and and by night as Daredevil. Um, I quite like that idea that he he dresses in that and creates his costume out of that. I always thought it was really a nice way. And then uh, spoilers towards the end of the book, he meets his first love, and she's like why are you yellow and he's like oh, i don't know it's just and she's like i prefer red make it all red you're a devil go red and he's like oh okay then
4: <laughs> whatever you say
0: <laughs> i prefer the red too <laughs> wasn't I think, it I think we all stan
4: lee said people didn't like the yellow or something like the first few issues it was yellow and it yeah, was something arbitrary yeah. like that
1: yeah it was um it was the first five or six issues and then um it's a great it's a, it's a really good issue it's a great great battle between the submariner and daredevil and he's like i'm going to put on this new suit it's and he says oh it's like more armored and stuff and then he goes to battle namor and, and he's got again no chance in hell of winning <laughs> but the whole storyline is precedented that submariner wants to sue the human race because they've been polluting the seas and killing people in atlantis and those are the kind of stories i would like to see in in she-hulk but i i, I do think we've been we've still been a bit pedestrian i, I want to see these weird kooky supervillains that would never turn up otherwise use them you know the bizarre the wacky the weird the ones that we, we have
0: a quirky show use the quirky characters
1: <laughs> absolutely um did anyone notice a continuity error with this episode as well no, nope. So she says she doesn't get hangovers. She had a hangover. Oh, in, yeah, she had a hangover yeah. in the oh, very yeah. first episode. So that was that was my main bugaboo and I saw I that. I thought the, she
0: was saying that she doesn't get them when
3: she's, if she's when she's She Hulk. If yeah. she
1: stays as She
0: Hulk. Yeah, um, I just took it that way.
1: Yeah, but but then yeah, I don't know. I, it was a bit. I just felt it might have been breaking the rules they've already established, the yeah. continuity it's... they've already established.
0: I did notice that we had the douchey date back, and I don't think that's a coincidence. <laughs>
1: All of the douchey dates. one of Yeah, them
0: but I mean the one in particular, oh. the one who pulled her a specimen, mm. the mm-hmm. one that we were hypothesizing might have something to do but with there, the... There is
4: one, isn't there, the who's very group. interested in in her, and he says even vibranium, when he's on the date, right. he mm-hmm. He's something. He's not just a date.
3: Yeah, because because he's. Yeah, I think he's know.
0: connected to that really pathetic crew that tried to assault. The him. Oh, the wrecking
3: crew. crew. Yeah, maybe you say That's...
0: that, but they didn't wreck anything, and they have. They that they... title from
3: me. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say. Not oh, sorry. Go represent ahead. the wrecking crew from the comics. No, very well at all. <laughs>
4: no, I love the wrecking crew from the comics, and I do have to say that I was so disappointed. I hope they're going to Hulk them up or something, because they were just pathetic. Um so I hope they're going to do something with them. That that can't be the wrecking crew. I I'm not having it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why I'm not calling them that because it just mm.
3: I actually <laughs> wonder if this show um is suffering from budget a little bit. In the the first episode clearly cost a lot of money. And I and I assume the last episode will cost a lot of money. And we're at the end of uh roughly covid messed up the order the mcu was going to come out it's delayed films it created a backlog with um effects houses that were still recovering from the the effects of of how it how it's affected the industry and i think that's part of the reason that the cgi um maybe isn't great the just go way back to what you were saying about the suit before, I think it's meant to look ill-fitting, but because it looks ill-fitting on top of a CGI, it becomes a little uncanny valley. I think next week, when we get what it's meant to look like, I think that's going to improve. Um,
1: I think fabric's always been tricky to do in fabric's CGI. Fabric's
3: always been tra- yeah yeah. Um, but it's a shame that, not to just keep mentioning the Dan Slot run, but in the Dan Slot run, they hire her to be Jen Walters, not to be She-Hulk. Um, and because they've switched that for the show, and we see her in She-Hulk form in the office so much, and uh, from the lighting maybe isn't as great for that CGI uh, in the office. Um, that yeah, all the money's had to go on 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 those shots when they they actually could have had a shit Hulk up a lot less, and and save it for when they needed to, and then we could probably afford to have. You know, if, I'm
0: pretty if, sure they can afford it. Well, no, <laughs> yeah, but
3: I, I mean, um, th- there would still be limitations on, okay, you can't have this character this week because we've spent the money on elsewhere. And um, yeah. I, like I, I the
0: f- opposite issue they had with Moon Knight where there isn't enough mm-hmm. Moon Knight, but there's too much She-Hulk here.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, which is a weird thing to say in, in the show because you want to see her be She-Hulk when she needs to be She-Hulk, not in the office. When she could be Jen, um. But yeah, I'm waffling again. I can't. I can't actually remember the point I was going to make. Well, <laughs> I want to talk about your memory. your background
0: because people were going wild about that shoe closet, and you have an image of it. Yeah. Behind you. I,
3: um.
0: I, I I didn't give it a second thought, but shoes aren't my fetish. Did it excite you guys? Did you pause to check out? The,
3: the different shoes i'd um not been able to normally i get up at 8am and watch it before i get on with my day when day job allows me to do that and i couldn't do that on thursday and i was on twitter and uh daredevil was trending i went oh oh no i've got to watch it now before i get spoiled and i actually saw this image before i saw the episode um where and i love the the art the artwork in the end credits i think it is brilliant i i would love a book of these um i was excited by the shoes they've clearly just been allowed to do whatever they want but you've got the cyclops shoe the thing shoe the deadpool shoe the moon knight shoe uh the doctor doctor strange i mean i'm i'm sure someone's already done various articles and four hour long YouTube videos explaining how this shoe <laughs> means this is gonna be next and, and Cyclops is gonna be leader of the x men and he'll have his own show based on absolutely nothing um but yeah uh no i I thought it was i thought it was a fun little tease
0: you know, it's funny that you say that Twitter ruined it for you because what I saw trending was Deadpool and end credit scene for She-Hulk, and I was like, "Oh no, did I miss um, something?" <laughs> but I don't want to look just... into it because I don't like spoilers. And I <laughs> yeah. asked someone, and it turned, "Oh, there was a shoe! Like, it's a like, shoe! I yeah, totally missed the shoe. <laughs> Didn't care about the shoe. It's not that big of a deal. But because I had to prepare for this show, it's like I don't want to show up and not know that Deadpool is the end of the episode.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh dear."
1: Well, I, I think about the,
0: the rest of
4: you? Yeah, what do you think of the shoes? I'll just say, I, I think the one that jumped out for me, I mean, I, you just rattled off, there's a whole bunch of others. Deadpool jumps out a little bit as well. I guess you, your eye and your brain are quite good at pattern recognition, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The thing that jumped out to me was Cyclops. And honestly, I, I just geeked out at that moment because they've been quite cagey, haven't they, Marvel, with the X-Men? And getting back to Dennis's point, you know, maybe a rest is not that bad a thing, or maybe we can see some of the more obscure X Men characters before we see the A listers come back. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I don't want to see a Wolverine anytime soon.
4: Yeah, but no. I mean, my my head says that as well. Mm. <laughs> For the next event movie, if Hugh Jackman rocks up, even CGI muscles and everything, I, I'll just lose my shit. It's, um, so it's, it's I, I it's just a- thought. So, yeah. If we get
3: x men and Fantastic Four in Phase Six and Kang Dynasty and the secret Wars film, phase Six is gonna be ridiculous
4: <laughs> i I heard something that um there's something weird that the characters the x men characters can't be recast until two thousand and twenty five or something. I don't know whether that's true oh
3: cause because of contracts, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, there's probably something in that. Yeah.
4: So, so I think I think it's not just they're being cagey about it. I think they're the hands are tied a little bit, yeah. but um, just to see that confirmed, yes, Cyclops exists in this in the MCU now.
0: There's clearly a so, lot. That's of love. a fair response. That when you yeah. see the shoes, you recognize that means that they are in this universe. So. Yeah.
3: Hmm. And there's clearly Good love catch. for the X Men the 90s X-Men, mm. seeing as, as we've heard that theme referenced in two Mm-mm. projects this year, um, and people were saying, I mean, spoilers, if you've not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness yet. But I think that, we all have that, that Xavier is meant to be much more based on the 90s cartoon version of the character. And um, yeah, I'll be interested and in see if that continues into how they eventually bring the x-men in mm-hmm. or if they look at what they're doing with the hickman stuff or the post hickman stuff with Krakoa and and the the much deeper law that they're i mean they're already doing hickman at the moment because they've started including incursions and re, re, it's going to be yeah. that those in the secret wars um which I actually think is the right thing for Marvel to do because it gives them so many options mm. to recast, bring characters back. Mm. Um, and hit a reset button on their a, and, and just hit, hit a huge reset button for the whole thing. Mm. Um, I think it's a smart move to be building towards that. Cool.
1: Well, I think we're slowly coming to an end. Uh, Are
0: there any final thoughts before we wrap up?
1: Yeah, let's go to let's go to Dennis. He's been very reined in.
2: I'm sinking further and further into my chair. That's the problem. I'm <laughs> disappearing. You can know, see the top of my head now, can't you?
1: Um, all, that, all that energy you've released, all that gamma energy. In no, your I,
2: <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to come off as a as a grumpy bastard, right? I don't. You know, I am probably I don't know. I'm forty 40, 44. so I I, I, I am in my ways, and I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So. I apologize if I've come across a little bit grumpy. It's not that. It's just that I, I think I'm too old for some of these things now. You know, it's like I watched the new Bill and Ted movie and I wanted to kind of go outside and scream. It just doesn't do anything for me anymore. So maybe I'm not the demographic for for these for some of these shows anymore, which is, which is fine, you know. You, you know, you go into other things, don't you? But the fact that my daughter doesn't like it, and I would say she is the demographic, Graphic for it, I'd say that would be a a, a little problem. But my daughter did really love Miss Marvel, Um, and I just, I just think they just need to just chill a little bit, you know, go and make some other series, or if you're going to make one, you know, if if a budget restraint is a problem, well, do less episodes, you know. I think we can all, you know, Walking Dead, the best season was the first one, which was the shortest one, you know. you, You don't have to. Do these massive seasons or these, you know, it, you can tell a story. Most films do it in two hours. You know, you don't need to. If if it's anything, to do we constraints with that? Well, do do two episodes, do four episodes, and get the story right and get the effects right in it. Or well, hey ho, it could be worse, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 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 things things could always be worse like
1: they, they could dennis they really yeah could. And, yeah it's, you, know. you
2: know ultimately it's a tv show <laughs> and you know and i'll be honest i can't i can't stand facebook or twitter because it's so toxic with everything mm, yeah. and everyone's got an agenda and nobody just watches anything anymore just to be entertained they have to watch mm-hmm. it and then slag it off because mm-hmm. it's showing you know asian women or oh, it's showing powerful woman or oh, it's showing men as being stupid i'm a man i'm stupid i know it so it, you know i just entertainment you know watch it for what it is um unfortunately with shield i'm not entertained um i've been entertained by um miss marvel the 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 um winter soldier and falcon enjoyed them so, yeah, that's, that's my final thoughts, really. And if I can slip any further
3: down, I'm going to be on the floor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Sean? Any final thoughts?
3: Um, well, I feel because I've mentioned it so much, if you're listening to this and you've not read the Dan Slot run, the, the collection, it's only like 20 quid, and it's the whole thing. It's only like 12, 13 issues. Um, check that out. Uh, I'm excited to see where the show goes. Uh, you know, because I, 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 I'm the same. I, I, I think things are just, like, it's great to just sit around like we have and just chat about them and stuff, but it's just, it's just entertainment, and you, you're either entertained by it and you're, you're not, and that's an entirely subjective thing. And, um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what, particularly the next couple of episodes, because I think it's where it's going to kind of hit the ground running and and probably be closer to the show. Maybe some people wanted it to be.
4: I, I haven't mentioned it, but what I did appreciate about this episode is the fact that you do see Jen kind of wrestling with who she is. You know, you got all these clips and she thinks she knows who she is and definitely who she isn't. And then the whole brand thing with Titania, you know, she thinks, actually, you know what, this is me. And I kind of like me. So I I did appreciate that. I I do have a little tiny uh, hope that Doctor Doom is in there somewhere. You know, we don't know where Titania's sort of got her money from or whatever. One of my favorite runs of all time was that uh, initial Secret Wars run in, in the mid-80s, and so I, I, I'm kind of hoping that he's linked up there. But no, I'm just interested to see where it goes. Um, again, no no real expectations. We're talking about all of the the swamping of, of you know, the, the flooding of all these different characters. I am wondering, you know, at what point will we get a gritty uh, stiltman mini series <laughs> or something like that. Is like 10 years away, 20 years away Me and I'm are not still sure. waiting for
3: big wheel.
1: Yeah, we well, for <laughs> Big Wheel. Yeah, big wheel the the next big Spider-Man villain. That's gonna I, happen.
3: I, I think Sony are gonna put it on the slate next year
4: I, I think I, I think there is a chance Sony might do that. So yeah, like I say, I, I get all the criticisms and and uh, to Dennis's point. I think if you watch it and you enjoy it, great. If you don't that's also great. You know, I think that's, uh, as Sean said, an entirely subjective thing. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm personally glad that it does exist. You know, warts and all. I don't need, you know, the year is 2040 and I've got a, a grittier, darker Batman film. You know what I mean? it's. I'm glad that we're getting these other characters on screen and it's going to land with someone who... You know, hasn't seen that type of character before. So, yeah, thumbs up for me.
0: Say that during Batman weekend.
4: <laughs> you know what? Uh, Steve is going to put me on his dartboard now, I think. But let's so, not to take a pop at <laughs> Batman. I love the Batman movies. Watched everyone. Love him. Uh, Adam West. That that was my gateway drug. Um, but, yeah, we've seen him lots of times. And each, you know, decade or so, we get a darker, grittier version um so yeah I, I like that we're getting these other characters
2: do a multiverse one and have josh Clooney bring him back nipples and all
4: bat nipples yeah. the uh yeah. bat american express card
2: exactly don't leave him without bring it. bring it yeah, on. bring it on <laughs> just just one, one thing as a positive thing it's going to surprise you the one thing that i have liked about it no matter what anyone says on all these forums it's not been preachy at all it's not been trying to shove an agenda down your throat it's not been doing any of that at all, which I think is a massive plus for Marvel. I think some, because even like the, the last couple of seasons of Supergirl were very, very preachy about how you should be going out doing this that, and the other. This hasn't done that at all. And that, that, I think that's a really good plus for the show. Great.
0: Well, with that, why don't you share with the audience where people can find you and support your work, Dennis?
2: No work, because I hate social media. <laughs> You hate something, Dennis? That's unlike you. No, no. I I find social media a very toxic place, and I don't. I, I suffer quite badly with my mental health, so it's far easier for me just to stay away from it and just, you know, live life in my little bubble with Dan. <laughs> it is a well, little. Well, do you bubble. have any causes
0: you want to plug in, in lieu of supporting you?
2: Uh, not really. Just be happy. Hug somebody. You know. And if you're in, a, if you if you're in a position that you could help somebody or influence somebody. Please do it. How about you,
0: Sean?
3: Well, that was really sincere, and now I'm going to plug a comic. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's all right. That's why you're here. Uh, yeah. So
3: uh, if you uh, are a fan of sci-fi adventures, um, yeah, Paradise Towers, Paradise Found, issue four out soon. You can order it in through diamond for your local comic shop or you can go direct to cutawaycomics.co.uk and if you're a big doctor who fan if you order it direct from from the publisher there's like bonus dvds with extra commentaries and behind the scenes stuff related to the original serial that this is uh, a sequel to so
1: highly recommend i got i got one myself after our doctor who podcast and it's truly, truly excellent. So jump on the Tardis train and uh, and enjoy that comic because Sean is an excellent writer.
3: Thank you, very, thank you very much. Thank you. Anything else you want to plug, Sean? Um, if you're in Manchester and you like uh, comedy, um, uh, Comedy Sports is the uh, improv group that I'm part of, and we do monthly shows. Um, so yeah, if you like silly fun. And then then come see that.
0: Yeah. If you send the links to these things to Dan, oh, will, I will. He'll make sure they are included in the show notes.
1: <laughs> I've 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 already got them. Don't worry, I've got them all.
4: I'll uh, I'll make sure they're in. Um, but yeah, uh, Dave. Thanks for having us on. I, I love the the wide ranging discussion. You can get me various places on Comics in Motion. You can also get me on the VHS Strikes Back. Uh, probably skip this last episode though, because it was Dan's choice and it was horrendous. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just, I'm not even joking. Um, what, what
3: what was it? Uh, I've
1: not listened uh, yet. It's a it's a, uh, it's a it's a it's a film called Necromantic. <laughs> That's great. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, i i you, i i have been to see the michael flatley spy film trust me it's not even no
2: <laughs> so, so you cho- you chose that to watch that was your decision
4: yeah, yeah. Well, he
2: forced I- me to watch. <laughs> I pay for the Patreon. You know what? You have you have my ultimate respect.
3: I'm googling the trailer now. It was horrendous. Oh god! It
4: is, I don't Google the trailer, honestly. No, I wish you hadn't mentioned. This. Of course, you are going to put a
0: link to that in the show notes here. Right <laughs> Yeah, I'll,
4: normally I'll, I'll, we I'll we, we do that. good movies as well, but uh no, it, it was a lot of fun <laughs> to record. But Jesus Christ, you don't need to watch that movie. Now, just
1: just listen to the podcast and our description of it is probably yes. better than it, actually. You know,
2: it, it, it does it. stay with you slightly,
4: just a bit. Just that a bit. shit does not wash off, does it? No, I mean, uh, uh, weeks and no. weeks after, just flashbacks, horrendous. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yes, uh, it was it was, an, it was an idea that I wanted to stitch the the boys from the VHS strikes back up, but then Dave invited me on, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll come on. <laughs> so I had to watch. Is,
3: is it is it the '80s one or is it 1987? The French- 1987.
1: 1987. 1987 one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, don't watch it, Sean. Uh- <laughs>
0: Dave, were you done plugging your social?
1: Yes, media? I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tonya, where can everyone find all the amazing stuff you've got coming up? And you've got something very special coming up very, very soon as well. Uh, why don't you tell us about that?
0: I am working on banned books conversations where radical readers discuss prohibited prose. Ooh. And Dave is one of my special guests for that show. He's actually one of my first guests, and that is airing on the. 18th which I think will be the same day this goes live right
1: okay uh yeah I believe so I don't know what I don't know what uh, date we're on 16 honest. yeah yeah, 18th. yeah. so <laughs> we'll say we'll say yeah um as always we'll say yes yeah um, <laughs> that's up uh and your social media handles as well
0: I am at Ms. Tanya Todd Ms. Tanya Todd across social media my website is Ms. Tonya you can find the band book series on my YouTube channel, Tanya Todd. It's also going to play on comics in motion. And Tony said that he is also going to put it on, on his feet as well.
1: What a lovely human being he is. As Yes. He's the
0: best. He, he is, is the best. best. <laughs> uh, he's a
1: wonderful, wonderful man. I can
0: truly say I love him. Like Aww, I, I love
1: haven't him. even I love met him. him too. It's
0: like, man, I love, I love him enough to fight for him. I love
1: him too. And, and I love, I love Dennis uh, despite his behavior. Uh, <laughs> I
0: have,
2: oh. listen, I have been. It's probably the laugh,
0: though. like when he laughed at that movie.
2: It's like that. What a giggle! <laughs> I have gotta, been an absolute delight. A delight. Okay? Yeah. Usually, usually, Brilliant. I'd have gone in a lot harder on stuff. But I, I was told that this is a, a more sophisticated <laughs> yes. than than Dan's podcast. Oh, whoa, 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 um, whoa, whoa, whoa! My podcast. Is, <laughs> I'll have you know, we did Shakespeare
1: the other week. My yes. podcast is very sophisticated. Um. So.
0: Yeah, I, was, I heard uh, there's a spoiler on there
1: though. Uh, maybe. I've
0: been warned not to not spoil the spoiler. And I don't think Express. I said the pop gorillas is Tony's feet. I don't think I actually said yes. that.
1: <laughs> go check out go check out the pop gorillas. But uh yes. <laughs>
2: but I've I've only just met three of you and I, I love you all.
1: There you go. Isn't he lovely? Isn't he? he li-
2: is. Get get past all
1: this ranting, but deep down, <laughs> deep, 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 deep down in the I core I feel
0: like this is like Rage Against the Machine, where someone asked them once, when are you guys ever going to do a love song? And they said, all of our songs are love songs.
2: Yeah. It's, it's like, I it's like, it should be in a circle. I stand up saying, my name's Dan Swittle, and I'm usually pissed off. <laughs> uh,
0: You're like you, the Hulk. You're <laughs> always angry.
3: No, well, right. I, you, by the way... Yeah. Um, i shouldn't have watched that trailer
2: no no oh my god have no. you been doing it oh. oh
3: just just while
1: we were doing this sean no yeah it's um and you're you're vegan as well so i i if it's if it's shown what i think it's shown you absolutely i don't you think not that's that.
4: in the trailer I, I don't there is some there's some uh, uh,
1: the, uh there's there's yeah I, I'll, I'll i'll tell you later sean i won't tell you on the podcast <laughs> Can't... but you can, my, you, can, you can get the scene Spider Dan where can
0: people find you and support your work <laughs> please let's, <laughs> let's, let's oh, close on. the case
1: that's let's cool let's yeah let's close this case uh, so you can find me at spiderdanandthesecretballs.com all of the social media and all the links to the podcast are there that's B-O-R-E-S we have mentioned Secret Wars but my podcast is Secret Bores uh, just so you don't get confused and, uh, and and as once again we have met Uh, We were all met, and again, the witness's testimony has been heard. The jury have given their verdict. This case is closed.